opportunity in tech stocks after earnings. Opportunity in tech stocks after earnings. Julia and the team wanted to take a look at um, a topic that we don't usually get that specific on. So let's take a look. Beautiful, let's do it. For most assets, there is usually a significant implied volatility expansion leading up to earnings and a substantial contraction almost immediately thereafter. Right? When you have, okay. Um, however, is there still an opportunity for short premium sellers, and we talk about this a lot, for short premium sellers after earnings? So, Tony, we call this kind of like, what, a post-earnings trade? And mm -hmm. um, we, when volatility is really high, like in 2022, we did these a lot. In 2023 so far, after um, the tech earnings, volatility has crapped out and totally collapsed and been like almost negative. So we have not done it at all in 2023, mm -hmm. but in 2022, we're pretty active. So, I mean, it just depends on the environment. Sure, sure, markets move. Yep, let's go to the next slide. So today we're gonna as assess post-earnings opportunity by analyzing the combined statistics from Google, Apple, and Amazon around earnings. Those are like the three biggies. Mm -hmm. Combining these data results in more occurrences for the overall study, but this is still less than 200 occurrences that are concentrated in the tech sector. Still, I think that it's a lot. And sure. therefore, it's important to take the raw, raw numbers with a grain of salt. She's just being very you know, open about this. Um, according to Dr. Data, and I asked him once, like, what is the number that would be statistically significant? And I can check again with him, but I think he said it has to be a minimum of like 30 to 60 different occurrences. So I think the 200 qualifies. Um, let's go to the next slide. So we combine the data from the volatility indexes that cover these stocks, VXAPL, VXGOG, we don't talk about these a lot, and VXAZN from 2012 to 2023. So it's 11, basically 10 and a half, 11 years of data. We combine the data from Apple, Google, Amazon with a 45 days to expiration, um, 16 Delta Strangles from 2005 to 2019. We managed the expiration. Um, and now that's the VXAPL, that's the, that's the, the Apple VIX index, right? Yeah, that's Apple volatility. Right. Right, right, right. We determined the average implied volatility rank and the percentage of implied volatility rank over 30, um, over over 30. We looked at the occurrences for each asset, the one day before earnings and the one, three, and five days after earnings. We assessed the performance of short options opened on each of the days listed above and managed at expiration. These contracts are opened at any IV level, not just over 30. Mm -hmm. There's a lot in here, so I'm going to try to unpack it. But remember, the big thing here is Apple, Google, and Amazon post-earnings trades. Okay. Uh, next slide. So, on average, implied volatility rank tended to contract by nearly 50% just one day after earnings. And it remained at or around the same level for the five subsequent days. So while IBR contracted to below 30 on average, it still remained fairly elevated at over 25. Now, again, you have not seen that in 2023. 
I can promise you that the, all the earnings trades we looked at this last cycle, they, got, they went to zero, yeah. right? So this yeah, is, and they were low to begin with, for sure. They were they were low to begin, and they went to zero. So so this is not what we've seen now. But this study is over eleven years, mm -hmm. and so I think this is cool. The average IVR one day before was fifty seven. One day after was twenty nine. Three days after was twenty eight, and five days after was twenty nine. That covers pretty much the whole gamut. But that's that's over again eleven years of data. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, next slide. In fact, IV, oops, here, yeah. When comparing option performance, noting again that there are very few occurrences in this study, well, 200, the volatility of the option PL tended to decrease for contracts opened further from the earnings report and popped tended to increase. So when we look at the, um, these are, again, these are, there were some big moves in, in some of these stocks. Sure. That's why you have an average PL that's negative, an average pop that's, you know, like the only way you can be right 75% of the time and have a negative PL is you got blown up on, on a couple of those earnings trades. I want to say probably Google, but I, maybe Amazon too. Who knows? Mm -hmm. And the PL volatility was just massive. So when you look at this slide, you're thinking, well, why would I ever do anything the day before? Uh, yep. Uh, probably not, right? When you look at 11 years worth of data, and I wish we had done this last year, but when you look at 11 years worth of data, you, you look at this and you go, well, the average PL is higher in the one day, three days, and five days after. The pop is significantly higher, which means you take less risk. And the volatility, the PL volatility is significantly lower. I mean, why would I ever make an earnings trade? You know, over 11, this again, over 11 years, now, sure, this, sure. this was not the case so far this year, but it's interesting how these sometimes statistics can mess with you. Sure, sure. And, well, I mean, the numbers are what they are. Yeah, the numbers are what they are. That's right. right. We've never right. shown this before. We never did this before. Right. Yeah, this would paint a very different picture. Um, let's go to the next slide. Mm-hmm. Is, this is it, right? Yeah. The higher pre-earnings volatility can result in much higher profits and therefore much larger losses um, for more risk-tolerant traders. However, for more risk-averse traders, trading in the lower volatility conditions immediately following earnings. Huh, what are you doing here, John? I'm confused. Is this the same slide, just bigger? Yeah, same slide. Yeah, However, for more risk-averse traders, trading in the lower volatility conditions immediately following earnings can still offer opportunities to capitalize. And yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if you just looked at this and you'd see nothing else, you would always wait to the day after or two days after. <laughs> I mean, after 11 years worth of data, I personally think that because a lot of these is just a couple of outliers, but they're, it's real. You have to put it in there. For sure. Let's go to the next slide. So the takeaways, although most assets usually ex experience a significant contraction immediately following earnings, this is a very limited study with tech stocks demonstrating that there is often still more opportunity. In this study, we found that one, three, and five days after earnings, the implied volatility rank was on average below 30, but well over 25 and above 30, nearly 40% of the time. We also saw that the options opened after earnings, option trades open after earnings, tend to be less volatile 
have less volatile P&Ls and have higher pops than the ones open for earnings. There's a very strong case made looking back at 11 years worth of data to do a lot of these trades post earnings. I think, again, this is all part of um, market awareness and you have to know what's going on around you because if you did this this year, it would not have worked. That's right. So I haven't put on any, I mean, just because the Ivy rank has been so low, post-earnings trades. I like doing a lot of post-earnings trades last year when volatility was a lot higher, even into the third and fourth quarter of last year when Ivy rank was a lot higher, putting on post-earnings trades. And they were working out very nicely from a lot of the data that you see here. I haven't tried it this year, but if I had, I think we would have found that the results wouldn't have been so good, at least after this one market measure that we did on the topic. I agree Let's take with a quick 90-second break. We'll come back. We got a special guest from London. Mr. Scott Sheridan is going to give us his food picks after this. You listen to Tasty Live. The content of this podcast is created, produced, and provided solely by Tasty Life Inc. and does not represent the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliated companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be trading or investment advice or a recommendation that any security, futures contract, digital asset, other product, transaction, or investment strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities, futures products, and digital assets involve risk and may result in a loss greater than the original amount invested. Tasty Live Inc., through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. The information provided may not be appropriate for all investors and is provided without respect to individual investor financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tasty Live Inc. is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker-dealer.